0: Hi, my name is John. And my name is Chris. And And this this is is Stay on on Target. Target. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. I don't know what episode this is, John. This is episode number 108. All right. I said that really, really fast. 108. 108.
1: We are, um... Uh, we were talking about E3, you're doing an E3 kind of preview of sorts, kind of yeah. talking about the uh, the latest announcements. Like There have been a lot of, like, okay, so last year, I remember there was just a
0: drought of, like, news and anything as we approached E3, like, there was just, th- for, like, months, yeah. there was just nothing. Yeah. And then once E3 dropped, it was, like, a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Um but this year it's the exact opposite. Yeah. I think everybody's trying to beat the rush into like to maybe like bring out their thing whenever there's not so much noise. Um which you know so that gives us like a couple of really solid awesome announcements.
1: Yeah. It's possible we can talk more about that later. We'll do that and we'll do some like E3 predictions. Like it won't be extremely in-depth. I think last year we made like a whole episode out of E3 predictions. I don't think we're going to go that in-depth, but we'll throw out some things that we think might happen.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. uh,
1: So, John, what have you been up to this week?
0: Um, A couple of things. Uh, I actually started playing um, Super Time Force Mm. on the uh, the old Xbox One. Yeah. Um, It was a free game with gold um what was that like three or four months ago it was right it was, was back it still before with pool nation FX? yeah i was about to say it was it was sometime in in the in the era before pool nation effects was uh <laughs> was up there um back so in my day.
1: <laughs> we didn't get pool nation effects for free
0: oh man that that, that newfangled uh Pool Nation FX game that the kids are playing.
1: That's what it's like. Fifteen gigabytes or something ridiculous. <laughs> Wait, is it really? Yeah, it's extremely large.
0: So here's what I did: I I started it, like I, I queued it, and then I didn't download. I like chose to like pause the download, cancel the download, whatever. Yeah. So like I own
1: the game, but I I didn't actually install it. So I mean, it's sitting on my hard drive. I uh, need I I I mean I haven't even tried it. It could be the most awesome game in the world. So I would
0: I, I feel like. I want a first person, like where you're the ball in a pool game, like where <laughs> you just spin all the whole time, you know? Yeah.
1: So the like other day um, on Jimmy Fallon, he had Jude Law on as a guest, Yeah. and they played giant bowling pool. That's so awesome. So like they had this giant pool table that they were standing on, and they had... Um, bowling balls painted to look like pool balls, and they cool. were, like, knocking them together and getting them in the holes and stuff. That's really cool. Yeah, it was awesome. I'm like, I want to play that.
0: I Let's just make it right now, Chris. Let's just make this room the giant pool bowling room.
1: I'm I'm for that.
0: Like, it doesn't even have to be, like, regulation. You can just make, make, you know, just big, make giant holes in the, the floor and stuff. John, so, John, th-
1: we haven't done something that I just remembered we said we would do a long time ago. What? So, we said whenever the Star Wars arcade game came out we would both go and we would play it at Dave and Buster's you're right and then we'd podcast about it
0: oh my goodness that needs to happen before next week before next week okay so here wait wait wait. we We have a review next week uh of a movie uh is the movie at like the theater right across from Dave and Buster's it is we need to go early okay so we can play that uh game because it's at the Dave and Buster's I've seen it
1: it is I've walked by and been like wait that's the Star Wars game We could possibly like get like a couple games out of it. Let's do it. I mean, I'm coming from work. Yeah, which I'll have to just race over there. I mean, don't eat.
0: Just, just don't eat. No, I'm not. Well,
1: I'll see. <laughs> we the the, I'll see in the theater. Oh, oh, I see. You
0: get the you get the old theater hot dog and nachos. Uh, or, yeah, or I don't really go
1: for the theater hot dogs, but I go for the nachos for sure. <laughs> Dude, um. I remember speaking of. I remember there's a
0: Seinfeld episode where yes. uh, where they they have a theater hot dog and it's been there like since the silent era, is the way they say. And uh, Kramer eats it. The silent era. Yeah, the silent film era. Yes,
1: <laughs> I don't remember them saying that.
0: Yeah, he says that. He's like, has oh, been here since the silent era. That's hilarious. And he's like, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, He says, what are you, what are you blind or something? Because it was the the one where he, uh, where what's his name, has like a oh, weird says, glasses. What are you crazy? Yeah, what are you crazy? Right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's and it
1: right. Was, it was uh, his friend who he's trying to make, think is not crazy. Yeah,
0: because he, he, yeah. Okay, that that was really a good episode. <laughs> no, it was
1: perfectly Perfectly normal. It's, hot it's dog. A per-
0: perfectly sane food to eat. Yes.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, You'll watch that dude. now. I um, wonder. If I'll
0: go back through all the Seinfelds and watch all nine seasons again. Yeah, we'll have to. It's do... been years since that's happened. We'll have to do that. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I was playing Super Time Force, and uh, this game—it's it's a really fun game. Like. Uh, I played it for maybe I don't know. I got through like the first two levels or something like that. So, and I'm pretty bad at platforms. So I played maybe for an hour or something like that. Maybe maybe a little bit more. Um, but it's a super fun game, dude. Uh, have you played it?
1: I have. Um, I didn't spend much time with it. I spent maybe an hour with it.
0: Okay. That's about what I spent. I got through two levels. And, uh, so the first like couple bosses and it's really interesting. Like it took me a really long time to actually figure out what was going on. What's the mechanic, how, what's the best way to do this? Cause the, the tutorial that they send you through it's uh, you can rewind time and basically play like the same level concurrently with with multiple characters and uh, so by the end of this whole thing in order to get through it all, you have to have like thirty versions of yourself at any one point right so um, and, and the coolest like it's, it's really something that you have to almost do to understand because like there's a, a one uh, one of the bosses you have a minute to beat a boss so sixty seconds right and so you play through it up until the point that you either die or you run out of time, and then you rewind all the way back to the beginning of that boss fight, that 60-second boss fight, and play through it again, and so there's two of you, uh, that are you know there's the ghost you from from before and there's you right and you're putting you know damage on this boss and so you physically cannot beat him by just playing through it the first time you have to like there's a certain number of of people that you have to have in order to put enough damage up in the air to take down this blimp or whatever it is That's awesome. so it was a uh, it, it's really cool like there's some cool stuff like that in it um, that is really fun but overall it's just it's it's a uh, it's a really fun arcade game. I'm kind of bad at platformers sometimes, though. And it just—it's
1: okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. That's I, like I played it, and uh, I I did I didn't play it long enough to get a hang of the mechanic. Yeah. And that's kind of why I quit
0: because mm. I was
1: kind of like I wasn't I didn't have a ton of time to devote to it, and I kind of was just like looking for a quick kind of game to play real fast, mm-hmm. and I wasn't succeeding at that, so I think I moved on to something else.
0: Yeah. I mean, it definitely has that too. Like, I there was distinctly one level where I went, oh. That's I've been playing this wrong the entire time, you yeah. know, where you just like basically rewind a couple seconds uh, and try to get through an obstacle. And the right. better goal is to rewind all the way and mm-hmm. then just play alongside of your previous self up mm-hmm. until the point where you, you know, you die again and then you go all the way back. And so eventually you'll make it all the way through the level. It's so you're saying weird. you're
1: saying rewind all the way back every time.
0: Yeah, almost every time. Uh, unless there's a specific point where you need like the shield guy to put up a shield in front of one of your other uh, people. Um Yeah, there's really there was almost no reason like once I started doing it that way, there was almost no reason not to do it that way, and that was it ended up being really fun that way. So
1: that's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, What have you been up to this week, Chris? So I've been up to a whole lot. Um, I played some Destiny, just like barely. um, uh, Yeah, I feel like I I I didn't see you online at all almost this weekend. No, 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 no. But I was doing like a lot of working, um, like freelance kind of stuff from home, and uh, at the same time, um, I'm able to. uh, to distract my mind from the monotony, um, I uh, watched some movies. So I watched all three original Star Wars movies, episodes four, five, six. Dude, I watched Jurassic Park. I watched um, Cloverfield. Nice, and which it's it's just a movie I love. I love Cloverfield. I do not like that movie. Very I, much. I know you don't, but uh, I I enjoy it immensely
0: so part of it like I, I haven't gone back and rewatched it but part of it was the first time i saw it in theaters it gave me a headache because of all the shaky camera like because it's the it's the you know you're running or whatever yeah. yeah it's like the handle thing and you're running and you're looking at the feet and it's just it really kind of gave me a headache from all these like sharp jittery things it was like making me dizzy and like nauseous and st- yeah, so it's I, like i, I just had a very very negative experience the first time i watched it and so from like a narrative and filmmaking standpoint i was just like i don't like it because I, I didn't have a good experience. But if you, I watched it again on a smaller screen, maybe and didn't pay as much attention to it.
1: Yeah, you should. You should do that. You should yeah. watch it on your phone this time.
0: Yeah, my phone and just like maybe do something else at the same time. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes. So I'm
0: not looking at it the
1: whole time. Yeah. Might um, be good. I also watched Tron mm. in, uh, in memory of mm. uh, the announcement this week that or last week. I guess it was the weekend yeah. um, that uh, Disney was not going to proceed with plans for Tron 3. Which like who's making these decisions on the weekends, dude? Like uh, well yeah, well, it was kind of like a you know, I don't think like nothing official was announced. <laughs> so, so this so wasn't like an like executive
0: wakes up and it's like over brunch, "Hmm, I think I shall cancel Tron."
1: I mean, I don't think it was that, you know, like you know, they uh <laughs> they they never officially announced it so they didn't officially yeah. announce it um not <laughs> being filmed anymore, you know, so like but it was just like, like an insider who's like, well, they're not making it anymore. You know? Yeah, so. production halted. He's probably like he, he it was probably some guy who, you know, works during the week and then it's the weekend, and he's like, Well, I don't have anything else better to do. I'll just leak out some corporate secrets. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let me text my text my friend the uh, the reporter.
1: Yeah, oops, that was Twitter. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh man. Uh, but yeah,
1: so um that's that's pretty much what I did.
0: Yeah. Um and dude, I was so sad about the Tron
1: news. Yes. There's actually a petition out. There is. Um to bring it back. Yeah. So. So we, we can talk a little bit about that this without getting like too in depth. Should we just move into the news?
0: Uh we can. Do you All want right.
1: to? Yeah. The news! the news. All right, the news, Chris. Okay, so first piece of news. Official. Disney Disney has canceled Tron 3. <gasps> <gasps> It's not like we talked about that before the break. Um, and uh, and so, uh, it's a bummer. Oh, sorry, I said Tron Three, Tron Two, the sequel to Tron Legacy, whatever. It Chris, would be. it would be Tron Three. It would be Tron Three. You're right. Because the
0: Legacy was a sequel to uh, the original Tron. Right. That you actually didn't have to watch the original Tron to understand. Yes. Well, did not... you ever watch the original Tron? Or uh, just read I... a synopsis or something? No, I watched the first part of it and then stopped. So you can basically watch the first part of it and then fast forward to the end, and that's what I did. Yes. Like I mean I I I, oof! It's it's a long. I
1: needed to just muscle through it. It I was a long haul. I was bored.
0: It was a long haul.
1: Um, so uh, uh <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah. Disney pulling plugs. Yes, Disney has pulled the plug on Tron Three, and um, uh, the a couple of sites that that um, that released the news speculated that it could have been because of the of um tomorrowland flopping yeah um which like i think um well we talked about it over the weekend a little bit yeah we talked about it so we can kind of just run down what we what we we talked about you know just like i see that from a financial perspective yeah you know um i could see how that happened you know like so they have a certain amount of money forecasted Mm -hmm. for the rest of the year like hey we're gonna make this much Mm -hmm. and then tomorrowland doesn't make this much and so then hey we have like a half million dollars that we we need to uh cut from our budget. Right. Um and so like honestly Tron three it's not even announced it you know was just possibly going to yeah. be going into production this year it's probably at the very bottom of the of the uh, the food chain in terms of Disney movies there's like well let's you know and it, yeah. it may not even be like cancelled it may just be postponed you right, know what I mean like right. we don't know right there's nothing official but you know you look at their slate of movies they have the rest of the year they have a couple Mar- or they have a Marvel movie they have a Star Wars movie um they have a, a several live action um I think it's is there yeah, so like they've the, already the Disney,
0: done, like like we've done Cinderella. We've done so they're um, doing
1: Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, they're doing something else, and those are wildly successful. Oh yeah. So like you know, in terms of like their slate of movies, it makes the most sense that it's the one that gets pushed or cut or whatever you want to call it. Right,
0: and and I, I made the point where it's like it's also you look at like market percentage of like we've we've talked about like superhero movies before, yeah. and and even just like if you look at um kind of like. Just geek culture, uh, geek, movies. geek culture movies. Yeah. Like uh, you look at these things, and like the market is getting really, really flooded with them. Like mm-hmm. there's there's more and more uh, superhero movies every year, mm-hmm. and we have like uh, all of the X Men movies, all of the Marvel movies, and basically over time, you have huge hits like uh, the first Iron Man. And that was basically like one of the uh, one of only a few superhero movies that year, and it was a huge hit. And then the next year, you had more, and each one kind of individually did like did less uh, less money uh, for the market. And so you have basically people's dollars being spread out across a bunch of different movies, and so people have to pick and choose what kind of movies and which movies they see. And so I see that from like this perspective of like, okay, so Tomorrowland, it's a sci fi, it's a big sci fi thing, right? Um, it's a it's a new franchise. It really doesn't have any amount of name recognition other than the fact that it's based on you know the name. It shares a name with a uh, the side of you know Disney like the Disney park, um, and so other than that, it really had no fan base going into it. Um, and so people are obviously looking at Star Wars coming up later this year, and it's like okay, so if I'm going to see one big. Uh, st- you know, space fantasy or like futuristic fantasy thing, what am I gonna go see? Tomorrowland or Star Wars? And right. it's like my dollars are spent on you know, would be I mean, obviously we saw Tomorrow Tomorrowland, it was awesome. I loved it, but um You know, obviously, most people are going to see Star Wars and hold off for that. So, I mean, I just wonder if it, like, if that kind of factored into it as well. Where, sure, Tomorrowland didn't do very well, but they could be like, oh, well, that you know, we have this other big sci-fi you know franchise now that we're pushing and we're going to have it annualized, basically, um, with Star Wars. You know, where does Tron sit in this equation?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, you're right, and things are getting more and more crowded. You know, already this year, you know, you think about it, we've had Avengers. We've had Mad Max, Tomorrowland. Um, We have next week Jurassic World. Yeah, you know, like we have another Pixar movie. Like we have a lot of stuff coming out this year. Yeah, and
0: and a lot of them are Disney.
1: Yeah, I mean, a lot of them are Disney, but um, I think you know we will see. We've we've said this before. We will see more and more big budget flops. Yeah. Of this kind, yeah. um, coming from all studios, it's not the fact that it's Disney making a misstep necessarily, and, right. and in other uh, environments and release schedules, like Star Wars Land, may actually uh, could have succeeded possibly, but right. you know, not not right now in today's current climate. You know, like it's the big franchises that are going to uh, going to be the heavy hitters now, yeah, like
0: the sequels and the and the
1: the known values, you know, even Mad Max, which is a a a critical. Um, uh, success it's a commercial success in terms of an r-rated movie uh, right. it's uh still like the budget on that was like 150 to 200 million dollars they're sitting at around 80 million domestically so like they're not even close to making that back yet I mean no, yeah, I't did like in, uh, international sales but right you know you think about just like man like the investments that these are for the movie studios it's it's tough to uh, to say yeah I will take the chance on another flop you know like, yeah it's just hard you know
0: you you look at the numbers on like a tron though like this is the one this is okay so i'll 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 go to the other side and and make the argument for having another tron if potentially star wars is better than they think or, or the potential for them just delaying this versus like outright canceling which again if there was no announcement to begin with how can they really cancel something that didn't exist right um like the argument is like there's a huge fan base for it. There's, there's a cult following for it, and then you reminded me that the, the Tron Legacy made a lot of money
1: four hundred million dollars.
0: Yeah, it made a lot of money. Um, and it only cost like how much did it cost to make
1: it? It didn't oh, cost know. that. I mean, I'm sure it was you know maybe hundred fifty. Yeah, I don't most. think it was.
0: I, I mean, it made a lot of money.
1: There's a lot, I mean, there's a lot of like um visual effects in that movie, obviously. Right, especially like remaking Jeff Bridges' face yeah. as a younger as a
0: younger version of himself. Right. Yeah. Um, and they all looked fantastic like in that movie. So, I mean, anyway, um, like you have this fan base and so it's like if they are going to add something back on or or if they're going to take a chance on something it seems like tron would be that thing um i do remember back but when before they acquired star wars and tron legacy was coming out they were saying oh we're you know there was like rumors around the industry where it was hey we're gonna make tron the next star wars yeah but then they bought star wars right they
1: didn't need to anymore and they
0: don't really need tron anymore necessarily to fill out a gap in their catalog and so you know i don't know. We'll see.
1: Yeah, I mean I, I just don't think they they need or have to or want to take the risk right now, you know, right. in this this climate. Um and we I don't think we've talked about it on the podcast before, but they have a potential problem um right now getting their Star Wars films to release when they want them to. Mm. So Star Wars films have traditionally come out in like March, April, May. May may, may is the main the main month. Yeah. And um so they wanted episode seven to come out in May, but J.J. J. Abrams was like, I can't get it done in time. We need to push it back. He wanted it to go in 2016. They said, no, it's coming in 2015. So it's literally coming out with like two weeks to go in 2015, like right. the furthest that they could push it <laughs> without going into the next yeah, year. Yeah, or
0: without going to Christmas Day. Right, know? right. Which can you – okay, can you imagine if they had put it on Christmas Day? No I mean, one would spend any time in their homes around, you know, or, or maybe the other opposite effect would happen. It would just be a nightmare. I don't
1: think Christmas Day releases like are uh, necessarily smart anyway. No. Um, so that's a different topic for another yeah. time. We should talk about that sometime. Yeah.
0: And I guess you wonder like, okay, so if they moved Star Wars out of uh, May, yeah. potentially was Tomorrowland not going to be in May uh, to begin with? Like, and maybe they
1: b- bumped that one up to fill a spot. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. So, like, oh, I guess, okay, so let me finish my point. Um, so, like, this is going to be in December. The next standalone is supposed to be in December. And then the next numbered sequel is supposed to be in May. Mm. Then, potentially, you have um, a whole year between May and... Or guess, a year and change. A year and change, yeah, yeah, before you have another one in May again. True. Right? No, or, no it, goes or, from, it goes from December, you skip...
0: Yeah, you would have basically 18 months to another December if you're wanting to release if you do it in December. Into December. But
1: I, th- I think that they will start doing like where, it, you know, because right now it's like, okay, it'll come out in, is the standalone coming out in May or is it? I think December. In December. December. So
0: I think it'll be December, 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 December May. May. And then like maybe May. like a, another May. Like you think it's going to be yearly then? Yeah, I think, I think.
1: So Everyone will to move to May it. at
0: that uh, point. I see what you're saying. So you want like they want to end up shifting it from being a holiday release to being like a summer spring release. Correct. And yeah. the, because
1: that was the plan originally. Mm. Um, and that, that's always worked out really well for Star Wars. So if they do that, I can see when it, once they switch Star Wars to a May release, then then they'll have like a Star Wars slash Marvel like spring movie yeah they'll have a marvel summer movie and then they could put a tron christmas kind of movie which is where the original tron came out if i'm yes. not mistaken yes you are correct um or not like the tron legacy I think it came out
0: tron legacy me, came out check. on thanksgiving let me check um, that it was around that time i do like okay so then we also have some of the like the other marvel films like you look at like there's always like the main line marvel films that are the huge blockbusters they try to have like one of those a year like we had uh we had avengers this year we'll probably have Captain America Civil War. Uh, the next one is the next big one that we'll probably have. And then they have like smaller films that, that are more niche audiences. Um, like the Thor movies, you know, that don't necessarily fit to mass audiences, but definitely are, are great movies in and of themselves. And you wonder like, okay, so are we looking at the same sort of thing with like maybe star Wars and then have uh, the same year have a Tron, you know, maybe it's like where they were potentially they're thinking, okay, star Wars, Everybody's going to go see that. Like who's not going to go see a Star Wars film? And then you have a uh, a Tron movie where it's like, hey, if you you're into both universes awesome and and there's definitely a market for tron movies so i think i could see something like that working out really well like like what you're describing where tron releases on one half of the year and then star wars is on the other half right i really could see that working out very well
1: yeah um so that's that's kind of like if i was in their position and i'm looking at like my slate of releases and how i kind of want them to fall yeah that's probably what i would do yeah um and then in that case it makes sense hey let's not if I'm not going to release it till then, I'm not going to pay for it now. Right. And so let's wait. You, yeah. You
0: know, let's wait, let's wait a year and start production next year. Correct. And see how the star Wars thing until we get to the, like the May release with the right. star Wars, maybe, you know, wait right. till then.
1: Yeah. That makes sense. Speaking of star Wars, we have more star Wars news. First off, um, the second standalone film, which has been rumored to be a bubble Fett film that Joshua Trank was attached to after he, and, and then subsequently left, um, It's been rumored it's a Boba Fett film, but now some reports are surfacing that it is possibly a Boba Fett Han Solo film, and they each kind of share the spotlight equally. So
0: does that mean that they interact with each other, or does that mean that, uh, like, so it's like kind of a backstory thing? Kind of like a
1: Batman versus Superman kind of
0: deal. Dude, that'd be wild. Like, I like that idea a lot, because it'll give some context to both Han Solo before we meet him in mm-hmm. in in a new hope mm-hmm. and um Boba Fett and potentially why Boba Fett was so like
1: gung ho to go pick up Han Solo yeah, he's upset at him about something
0: I mean like he was I mean honestly like he, he don't really he's a bounty hunter he doesn't need like a yeah. motivation like a revenge story or whatever right. um but just seeing that maybe something like that exists or that maybe they were friends at one time and it's like it, that would really be cold hearted of him to go and pick up uh, Han Solo if they're like, <laughs> if they end their, like on good terms or right.
1: whatever. You know? We haven't really heard whether or not this would be a, a prequel or not. I suspect it would be. I don't want to see necessarily, I'm going to make a lot of people mad. I don't want to see Boba Fett get out of the Sarlec pit. Like, that's not something I feel like needs to happen. Um, and honestly, I'm more interested in his backstory than I am any story like between the last. Between six and seven, you know what I mean. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, like, and that's kind of like, is. It, I mean, we're investigating that type time period with uh, Rogue One. Uh, like, mm-hmm. that's the rumor anyway, yep. right? Yes. Have they confirmed that? I don't know if they've yes. confirmed it. Yeah. Okay, so they've confirmed that. That's, that's what, between three and so four. I would really love to see uh, the What's standalone films, like in the next within the next trilogy, where where we have those standalone films in between each of the the main movies. Um, I would like to see what's what happened in between, you know, or whatever. So, um, and then maybe the next trilogy, we see what happened in between uh, episode uh, uh, seven and eight,
1: or whatever it is. So, and this is just maybe just a purely kind of selfish reason. I don't. It would be weird, you know. You could pull it off, but it would be weird to see a different actor playing Han Solo between episode six and seven. Yeah, you know, and so yeah, uh, you know, with with Boba Fett, you could do it. Yeah. Um. You don't see his face, right. but you know Han. You know I kind of hope we kind of leave that time period to where they're like they're exploring. The, I want them to explore it with the comics and books. They're like they're coming out with books later this year. Yeah, that happen right after That's Return right. of the Jedi, and there's some comics that lead up to the Force Awakens and stuff like that. And I kind of want to leave that there, and I think they could do a good job doing that.
0: Right, and there were always like within the original trilogy, there were there were always these moments of like baked in exposition like where it's like you don't necessarily need to know um need to know the entire backstory of boba fett because he's just you just know that he's he's like a cool looking right awesome dude like he's just a bad guy you know it's just he's a bounty hunter and you know and but yeah i mean i i don't know like it's interesting to think about like if we flesh out literally everyone and we can you know Get from the day they were born yeah. all the way up until they you know know what everybody's stories are. Right. That'd be that'd be kind of disappointing in my mind a little bit, just a little bit. But then again, I also think it can be handled well. I think both scenarios, whether it's um, him escaping from the Sarlacc pit uh, or it's before that, I think both yeah. scenarios could be handled very well. Yeah, so. I mean,
1: my like my, I guess my resistance to him being escape, escaping from the Sarlacc pit is like okay, then that takes away the threat of the Sarlacc pit. It doesn't feel like it's something sure. that's. You should be afraid of it all, anyway. That's true. And even though, like, yeah, it was kind of a weird. It's a mistake death. It's a I still, weak death. I still, I still like it in terms of the way. Like, I, it's hilarious, you know, Boba Fett. Well, <laughs> you yeah. know, Chewie's like Boba Fett. And then he just you know knocks him in. Yeah, <laughs> like, well, this h- h- hilarious. it's hilarious. It's amazing. It's weird. Like
0: <laughs> these days, I, I want to say like modern filmmaking. Boba Fett. Um, modern filmmaking always tries to like they they try to give these major reasons to things, and they give right. like motivations where everything's connected, and like you were you know you were destined to do this from from birth or whatever. Um, and I think a lot of times like. Things just happen. Accidents happen, like, man. It's just, yeah, it's just like things just happen. Um, the one thing I will say though about Boba it, like Fett. I remember, like okay, so whenever I heard that uh, Darth Maul was uh, mm-hmm. was alive, like yeah. after the uh, after he gets cut in half and sent down this b- bottomless pit on uh, on Naboo or whatever, yeah. Um, after Duel of the Fates in episode one, I was kind of like, man, what is up with that? But then yeah. whenever I actually watched the clone wars episodes where they deal with that and, right. and uncover a lot of those things and, and f- flesh out his character, I, I immediately like after watching it being delivered to me, I was like, this needed to happen. This was, this was necessary for the character and it was,
1: it was well done. Like, yeah, spot that's, on. that's a little different. And again, the the main reason for I don't want him to get out of the Sarlacc pit, pit is because it takes away the threat of the Sarlacc pit. Yeah, that whole scene in the beginning of Return of the Jedi doesn't feel um, menacing in any way. Or it's just like, well, if you can just get out then it's you know, whatever, yeah. you know, like it doesn't really matter if you go in. And so that's why I don't really like. It, it takes the power away from that scene. Yeah, and I
0: guess you know. It- there's another argument to be made in a whole other podcast that we could talk about like the the trivialization of death in like media and like especially like comic book movies and comic books uh and you know that sort of thing like where you have characters who will die in say Avengers One and then come back on a TV show right you know and it's like that that kind of it trivializes the death of them or, or it makes the death mean less. It's like the mean next nothing. time, yeah, the next time yeah. a character dies, you wonder, like that was like a question people had about like the new Avengers film. If you haven't seen it, um, you know, people immediately had a question for Joss Whedon. It's like, oh, and he was like, no, no, this is, it's real. Yeah. You know, it was real. And, and so, I mean, like you just wonder like if that those questions even come up of like, well, was that death real or is that person, you know, still alive? Yeah. It's like that stuff, it just, it makes things like death mean less. And yeah, it I mean, makes there, it, it not feel as heavy.
1: There's a big difference between death on, you know, like in the Avengers versus mm-hmm. death in Game of Thrones or The Walking Dead. You're like, yeah, they're not coming back.
0: Yeah, or even like, uh, or even like Star Wars. Like whenever you think about um, A New Hope, um, yeah. Ben Kenobi, right. You know, Ben Kenobi gets gets killed and he doesn't come back. Like he, he's, you know, his ghost comes back, or right. he, you know, his uh, his Force uh, ghost comes right. back and talks to Luke and things and so he has a, a little bit of input there but i mean he's not coming back you yeah. know and so neither you neither should a lot of the other characters you die like i feel like death should still mean something in because yeah. it does in life you know
1: you mentioned ben kenobi and uh, another rumor this week is that disney is working on a an obi-wan kenobi not just one movie but trilogy cool yeah um so with this like i wonder if this would span
0: like in between the uh like, what's he up to after Order 66 goes out and he fights Anakin on uh, on Mustafar? Like, is it that time period, I guess?
1: Yes. Yeah, so, like, the the thought is, so let's let's back up a little bit. After Disney bought the rights to Star Wars, in an interview, um, someone asked E. McGregor, he said, you know, would you go back for another Star Wars? He's like, I'm just sitting by the phone waiting for the call. Yeah. And so he's totally down. Dude, he was so freaking and good. And he's about, like, so he's... A, the right age now after those movies to play mm. that that version of ben kenobi and honestly like i don't know if we've mentioned on the podcast before whenever i think of obi-wan kenobi i think of him more than i think of um alec guinness because mm. we saw him he had more screen time in yeah. the uh, first three movies episode one two and three and because of the clone wars
0: well and he also had like a, a- like character development, he had a story, um, whereas like he was Alec Guinness, like the, that uh, Ben Kenobi. I mean, while he got like he changed from the beginning of the movie to the end of the movie, so he had technically a story. Yeah, he didn't have like a ton of uh, of struggle after that, and right. so like we saw him struggling more in the prequels, and we right. saw him struggling more with the uh, the Clone Wars, which the voice actor who plays uh, him in the sounds Clone exactly Wars, like he him. sounds exactly like him. Yeah, like I, I think the first episode is like, that's got to be him, right? That's got to be <laughs> Ewan Mcgregor, and it's not. Not, but no. it, he sounds exactly like him. Um, something I did want to mention: it would be amazing, and it would be difficult to do, but it would be awesome if we saw Ewan McGregor and uh, Oh uh, Qui Gon. Um, if we saw like them, maybe like before, like it's a prequel to the prequels. That'd be cool too. Yeah. I mean, it'd be cool to see them running around they'd doing like, like detective things or something. They'd you have know? to
1: make uh, <laughs> Ian look super, super. Young. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so like, so this is my hope with it. Um, well, uh, so the rumor is that you know, like they, it will focus on him uh, watching over Luke on Tatooine, hmm. which you know, uh, <laughs> I don't know how they do that, like and revolve around Luke because uh, whenever he runs into him in the New Hope, like he doesn't know who this guy is really. He's never met him before, and yeah. so um, he has to stay kind of in well, the like, shadows. Oh,
0: you know, there's an old Ben Kenobi. He's like a hermit out there, or something like right, that. Right? Yeah, you know? he doesn't know anything about him. Yeah.
1: Um, my phone is taking a picture of my pants for some reason.
0: Speaking of phones, there supposedly this week. This is a completely side note that I don't know if I should bring up right now and sidetrack us. But there is a uh, supposedly there is a series of things that if somebody texts you while your screen is locked, it will restart your phone.
1: We should try that later. Okay. Yes, we should look it up and try it after. We should look it up and
0: try. I don't know if it screws up your phone or anything, though. I don't know. It might. Well, let's not do that. Don't do it then. It's a big bug. Anyway, Um,
1: continue. So what I hope. So if you remember. Um a, a line that always confused me and I got caught up on um is in um The Empire Strikes Back when Luke is on Dagobah. Right. And um he's not really responding well to Yoda's training and Yoda gets frustrated with him and he says I cannot train him. He is, you know, too whatever, you know, and um uh, then Obi-Wan comes over and he's like was not I Also, whenever you trained me. Yeah. And you know, like that's always the that's always the 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 line that you give and like, yes (laughs) (laughs) I'll train him okay. (laughs) I feel like that's in every movie. Um but uh so but like we never see Obi-Wan I feel like Yoda should have just turned around. That's easy for you to say, you're a ghost. Right. (laughs) We never see Obi-Wan being trained by Yoda in episode one, two, and three. And for all we know, he was, I mean, he's, he's, he's Qui-Gon's Padawan, so he wouldn't have been trained by Yoda, except
0: hmm. for
1: in between, in between three and four. You're right. Because, number one, he knows where Yoda is because he tells Luke to go to the Dagobah system and go see Yoda. Um, he... Uh, at well, some point figures out how to commune with Qui Gon, and there's that whole line with with Yoda about Qui Gon Jin. right? Um, and in I think it's Episode Three about yep. learning to commune with him and all that kind of stuff. Like, and okay, so I know they're on the run, but they've got to go somewhere, and he's got to learn how to like become more powerful than he is now. And I would love to see that journey.
0: Yeah. So there's some interesting stuff in the in the middle like slash towards the end of the Clone Wars TV series. Um I think it's like season 4. Anyway, there's some really weird stuff in there uh, about kind of the Force and about like even, you know, with a kind of those types of things where it's like ghosts showing up or it's like the communion with Qui-Gon and like all of this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I would love to investigate some of that in the main line of the movie in terms of like Yoda and uh, and uh, Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. Like that would be just amazing. Like And to see some of that uh, type of things happen some weird stuff with the force, like that Mm -hmm. could be some really cool stuff for a film. Yeah. You know, it's like, it gets really like weird and spacey where it's like, I don't really understand what's going on, but like, I feel like films do a really good job of that. And it would be wild to see that happen uh, in a Star Wars, you know, in that universe.
1: And they're basically, you know, I think the other intriguing thing is, you know, um, if Rogue One is true to what they're saying it's going to be, they're basically saying, well, the Jedi are gone and this is what you do without Jedi and how you try to fight back against the uh, the empire without mm. Jedi, but the Jedi aren't gone. They're just not in the the limelight. You know, you still right. have Yoda, you still have Obi Wan, you still have Kanan. You know, as we see from the TV show Rebels, and and so
0: yeah, and Ahsoka and that. Yeah, yeah.
1: it'd be cool to see. Um, it'd be cool to see Obi Wan and slash Yoda. You know, kind of doing underground kind of like things. Maybe they run in. Like it'd be cool if we saw Ahsoka or yeah. uh, in a movie. Oh my gosh! Um, and they kind of tied in that timeline, like. I don't know, they could do some super awesome things.
0: Yeah, and something that I love about, like, the Clone Wars and something, like, they will, the the directors will... Pick like a type of, of movie, or they'll pick like a uh, like a film noir, or like a, a detective story, or mm. they'll pick like a, a zombie thriller or something like that, and then they would do certain arcs that would basically say what what would this be like in the Star Wars universe? And I would love to see some of that kind of creativity take place within the main movies, or, or some of these maybe the side movies, because. I mean, you don't really get that anywhere else. So it's yeah. like I want to see uh, a team up between yeah. you know a team up movie between you know Yoda and and Qui Gon yeah. or not Qui Gon uh, and and Obi Wan or you know whatever. So I think it would be really fun to investigate what would that look like in right. the movies.
1: So. I think they're inclined to do that. That's why they're doing Rogue One. Right. And it's basically, hey, this is a war movie yeah. because you know this is all that they have. You know, and right. so I think you know they're they're looking at doing different things like that, which is really cool. Oh yeah, for sure. The last bit of Star Wars news comes from the Star Wars comic this month. Okay. There was a mind-blowing reveal. Oh, boy. So if you don't want to be spoiled on the comics... Skip forward. Skip forward. Yep. All right. So Han Solo has a wife. That's wild. The uh, comics take place between episodes four and five. So A New Hope and Empire Strikes Hmm. Back. And... He and Leia have gone off and they are, um, they were like basically on this, uh, kind of, uh, uh, run to do something with the empire, like disrupt something and they, uh, they get caught. And so they try to fly away. There's a ship that's been following them. There's somebody who was asking about him on, on Tatooine earlier. We thought it was just a bounty hunter. She reveals herself to Leia this week as his wife. Her name is, uh, Santa. Hang on. I need to look that up. Um, not Santa, like <laughs> uh, Sana Solo or Did something the, like that. Uh, I was about to Hang ask. On. I was
0: about to ask if the uh, the ship following them looked like a eight uh, s- tiny reindeer in a sleigh. You know.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, I didn't say that that very well when I first said it.
0: <laughs> you, uh, yeah, you need to uh, enunciate a little bit whenever it comes down to things that sound like Santa.
1: Yes, <laughs> Santa is not married to Han Solo. <laughs> that is not something that happened. That is uh, not canon. Yeah, SANA Solo. I don't know. It's S-A-N-A. Yeah. So SANA Solo. Probably SANA Solo. And uh, so we don't know. Like the thing is. That's cool though. We don't we don't know like if this is if this is a real thing if this is just a crazy woman who's you know showing up and uh, I mean it would disrupt. okay
0: so it would make sense with his character though in some ways like because he's you know he's not the most savory savory person in the world uh, before we meet him on in a new hope you know and he's kind of hiding out there um, from both the huts and from you know whoever else so I don't know man it's 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 very very plausible I'm, I'm interested to see how that shakes out
1: the thing is you know he's a he's a space scoundrel you know he technically i guess could have many relationships on different worlds you right know, that, and
0: but yeah it's like yeah totally, totally.
1: Um, the the other thing that we have to take into account is it's a comic book series by uh, jason aaron um, i think with uh, also uh, john cassaday and laura martin but jason aaron has done some things um, with i believe thor um, that it's just kind of like, well, you know, they, they are shocking at the time, but then in, in the grand scheme of things, they end up not meaning much mm. or they, you know, like I think there's been, they
0: end up undoing them after the fact. Yeah. Like
1: there's been yeah. like, you know, their ideas based on his, his previous works that like, okay, this could possibly be like, you know, like a uh, one night in Vegas kind of thing, you know, Oh, and this happened, you know, and like, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't purposeful or something like that. And it's just somebody who's just trying to get money out of them or something. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows what it will be. Um, but based on the fact that some of the things that he has done on Thor before, people are kind of saying, this might be the same thing. Yeah. So we don't know how large of an impact on the, on the larger world that this has, but I mean, it's an interesting twist and definitely worth following the comic. For sure, dude. For sure. Was that the news? Um, was that the news? Let me think for a second. Was there any other news you wanted to talk about?
0: Um, oh no, not that doesn't, not that doesn't relate to E3. There's a couple of things that I want to talk about that relates to E3. So
1: Well, then that's the news.
0: All right, Chris. Something that we are both excited about that's happening in the next couple of weeks is E3. So excited. The – what? I forget what it stands for.
1: Uh, Electronic Entertainment Expo. Yeah, I knew
0: it was Entertainment Expo. I didn't (laughs) remember electronic. (laughs) Didn't know that this ran on electricity.
1: Um, Yeah, like I think you were talking um, to me, maybe – Uh, Last week, and you were saying, like, it's funny how, like, pumped and psyched we get about E3, and then we play like less than half the, the games like, like a fraction yeah right but I mean <laughs> then again like everything sounds like a good idea whenever you hear about it that's true it doesn't necessarily mean whenever they implement it it's going to be a great game that's true that's true you know I um, what is uh, that what's the monster game that just came evolve evolve that comes to mind yeah that looked really good it, re- it looked really really cool and, and then I played like, eh.
0: the, I played the big alpha and I played the beta mm-hmm. Um, and so it was like basically in you know, most of the game was yeah. in both of those and I, I played them for a little bit and and I was like, mm, doesn't it seem like it's right. for
1: me. So this is not E3 News, but so take uh, um 2K? Yes. Take two? Who did who published that? Uh
0: t- Take Two and 2K was the, One of the-
1: Yeah, both of, them. Both like, of they- them. Take
0: two is the developer though, isn't it? Hang on. Uh, we'll find out.
1: Okay. You look this up while I talk. Okay. Um so whoever it was, <laughs> uh said, I think it's 2K, said that um, It's going to be, Evolve is going to be an annualized franchise, or not necessarily annualized, but it's going to be one of their main franchises from now on. But they learned a lesson. They said, we learned that we really need to have a single-player component. Even if the multiplayer is super robust, super, super cool, we need some kind of single-player component to to, to the game. In order to make it um, appealing to most of the, two K is the publisher. There. Turtle Rock Studios is the developer. Okay, Um cool.
0: Yeah, and like, what's interesting about that is like, didn't two K doesn't didn't two K do uh, like
1: uh,
0: Red Dead Redemption? Yeah, they're, they're,
1: they're, they yeah they they published all of Rockstar's games. Yeah,
0: so like we have like they they have mentioned before how they consider almost all of the games that they have as like franchises yeah. and so like this one in, I think they a lot of people a lot of people like after the kind of uh, lukewarm reception that this game had had a lot of questions about hey whether or not there was going to be a second one coming along and then so this kind of puts those concerns or those thoughts uh, to rest a little bit where I don't know that we'll see uh, you know one every couple of years or so but it's like it, they at least have it in their minds as like hey this is a thing that yeah. that
1: we will continue to work with. No I think the, the, the most interesting tidbit of information which is a topic for another podcast sometime is we have a
0: lot of topics for another podcast we, we need
1: to start writing some of we them should, down. we should keep keep track of them because i feel like we keep saying that then we don't ever talk about it um it, it'll be interesting to see how things like evolve and um titanfall and games with almost strictly multiplayer uh, modes What the second versions of them are like, and how like do they go back to a traditional kind of single player? Do they try to incorporate it? You know, like do something different, like incorporate it even more into the multiplayer? Like, do they do kind of a destiny thing where like you're saying do they double
0: down on the uh, on the
1: on the multiplayer or do they do a single
0: player campaign that you can play with other people?
1: They both said like develop you know respawn entertainment has said. Yeah, we need we we realize the weak part about Titanfall is the lack of a single player. Now, take or 2K is saying, evolve. We'll have Mm -hmm. some kind of single player component. So they're both saying, okay, that was too far. We went too far. Swung too far in terms of multiplayer, like all multiplayer. It'll uh, it'll be interesting to see where they both land and how they incorporate um, single player back into their games.
0: For sure. What's interesting about both of these, and especially like his the quote, uh, I think about evolve was he mentioned that um they knew that all along like i think that was like he said we and we knew that about it before it came out yeah and it's like i just wonder with testing right and and with you know all the alpha and the beta it's like obviously they had enough feedback there where they could have you know determined what that was before it came out um but i also think that like you look at titanfall and you look at this game and i wonder if they run up against you know uh cost prohib- you know prohibitive like where it's like hey this is the game we can put out today and especially titanfall you look at the game today versus the game that launched at, on that day one yeah it's like so much more that you get today like so yeah. much more f- like gameplay you can do uh private matches there's so much stuff in there co-op you can put, mode yeah and the, like even to the point where you can put like decals on your on your titans mm-hmm, and stuff mm-hmm. um and so y- you think like maybe that was the game that they had to launch they had to launch then because they needed to you know to make money off of their investment. And so they launched the game that they had at the time. And then, so maybe version two uh, is going to be all of the things that they wanted to have that they didn't have the first time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, But moving on to um, actual E3 pre E3 news. So there's, we'll just run down some of the games that have been announced um, slash teased uh, for E3. So first off, I wanted to talk about um, Gears of War. So, uh, Black Tusk Studios has been working on an unannounced Gears of War game. They, this week, announced that they are changing their name to um, the... Coalition. Yes, the Coalition. Yep. If you remember, the COG stands for Coalition of Governments. Yep. And uh, so they're changing their name to the Coalition, and the next Gears of War game will be shown at E3. What?
0: what?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's exciting. Dude. Super pumped, dude! I freaking love Gears of War. Yeah, it's amazing.
0: Um, what's interesting about this, like, just the you know, I, I just want to see more gears. Like, that's just awesome. Yeah, like awesome. Yeah. Um, and g- coming from like whenever. Uh, they basically were like, yeah, we're not, you know, uh, whenever, before Microsoft acquired, uh, Gears of War and, and the, the other, you know, developer, Epic Games, yeah, Epic Games were like, yeah, we're not going to do that anymore. Um, it, like you go from that moment to like, now you have a, a development studio named, you know, based on. Years of War, like that's just exciting. You yeah, know? just is. to see that franchise uh, continue and have you know some care put behind it yeah. and some uh, some you know thought. So
1: yeah, so that's super exciting. We also saw our first um, television trailer for Tomb Raider. Um, yeah. it's running on it's commercials on television um there was a tease kind of on twitter like hey the reveal's coming tomorrow or something like that and yeah um, we well we didn't really see i don't think any gameplay footage still but like Mm-mm. um it was a really cool like uh trailer with a monologue i'll put it at standtargetpodcast.com dot podcast.com yeah um just i honestly all it does is get me hyped and i think like whenever so so this is obviously something that Microsoft doesn't want in the press conference, the E3 press conference. Right. I don't think Tomb Raider will be left out. No. I think we'll see gameplay during we, the uh, the E3 press conference. We've
0: really got to because they're planning on bringing That's that back this year, right?
1: Yes, it's coming out this wait.
0: That's I think it's slated for the end of this
1: year. Yes, it's coming out this year.
0: Um, so I mean, like you have to pl- show gameplay in my mind, right? Like to get people even more pumped, like you have to. Right. And like this one, like I was, I had mixed feelings. Like I, I, I what I loved about this trailer was I loved the tone, mm-hmm. and I loved that it showed, uh, you know what you know what you're going to be kind of doing yeah and uh the vibe that they're going for yeah and uh i did think it was kind of odd like because i almost thought that the other trailer that we did see uh with you know kind of her sitting there and talking to the uh talking to the the doctor or whatever it like that showed more almost in my mind like it was early stuff i don't really
1: think that that's probably even in the game no definitely you know so like i think this kind of you know more accurately represents what the game will be because the game's not going to be press x to tell the doctor your feelings right right right, (laughs) you know I mean...
0: yeah, you're going to be climbing into uh, climbing into caves and jumping into tombs. You know, and the, and then this doing. is
1: this gets people hyped. If that's what they want because they want people to watch their press conference now and and see the rest of you know, whatever they're wanting to tell us.
0: Dude, they are uh, they are swinging for the fences this year too. I saw a tweet uh, from Major Nelson, um, and it was it was like the best or the the yeah the best conference that Xbox has ever had or the most games or most exclusive. Like it was just it was just like this. He- I mean, you know, they're going
1: for it. They they upped the ante last year whenever they just like it was literally, like, you know, just packed, chucks full right. of games. Wall-to-wall games. There yeah. was no mention of anything else. And uh, it sounds like they're trying to, to, uh, to up themselves again this year. It's so like, man, good night, dude. Like, it'd be crazy. Um, and I, I'm... So the interesting thing now about Tomb Raider is before, um, it was going up against Uncharted. Um, and Uncharted now has been pushed back to 2016, spring 2016. Probably because, like, you know, there... Um, Naughty Dog went through a, a, an internal shakeup right around the time they announced um, Uncharted Three after The Last of Us. Yeah. Um, and uh, and so it doesn't surprise me that it's getting pushed back. Um, but what this does is it pushes a lot of people in who want some kind of big kind of exploration adventure game. Yeah. To Xbox and to Tomb Raider, um, which is a timed exclusive. They haven't said what the time is. Yeah. Probably I I think probably about a year. Or maybe into the summer, six months, something yeah, like that. Yeah, I
0: mean, that. I think I think a year is a, is a lot, but I think it p- quite possibly could be a year. You yeah. know,
1: I mean, if I was making an, ex- an exclusivity deal, I'd do what you know so, uh, Sony did with Destiny and be like, it's a year. You know.
0: Yeah. Um. So uh, speaking of Uncharted, though, yeah. there is like uh, there was a leak actually that I noticed on Twitter. Somebody tweeted out about uh, that on the mobile store. Um, it was when was this? It was like last night, and the mobile store uh the sony stores on the banner ad it had the uh the collection a um uncharted collection, uncharted collection.
1: yeah and we've now got a trailer out now yeah they've released
0: and then it was the uh it was neil Druckmann, who's like the the director of that the uncharted series or whatever he's like well that hit a few hours too early see you in the morning good night y'all yeah and so it's like yeah this the thing kind of i guess it just slipped out like somebody changed like i guess the set it up to where it would display at the wrong time. Oh, or... I mean, what, what's
1: funny with, with these sites is like, okay, so like, you know, uh, these companies will, um, put up a site and they they either test real quick or just to make sure it will go live whenever it's supposed to go live. Yeah. But then like, there's happens to be someone in the world who's just like happens to click on their Screenshot. Site at the time. Yeah. And that's the same thing that happens like, you know, Amazon France, all this stuff like all these people that re- release leak games and stuff yeah. like that. It's like, it's, it goes up on the storefront for a second just so that, you know, like, they can hey, test testing. It. Yeah. And uh, then somebody grabs a screenshot of it.
0: <laughs> they hit they hit publish rather than schedule.
1: Right. <laughs> um, and so, yeah. Oh, dang it, it. I hit publish. Oh, nobody will notice. But this is this is one, honestly, that um, I'm more surprised about this. You know, like, so yeah. the Tomb, Tomb Raider one makes sense in terms, like, okay, we have both a trailer and we have gameplay. We don't need to show both at the conference. Let's release the trailer early, then show gameplay. Yeah. It's... I mean, it's it's very curious that, you know, like, okay, if this there's not going to be an Uncharted game this year, then Sony's big, one of their big fall releases is going to be the Uncharted collection on PS4. I'm surprised that this... Even hit before E three, yeah,
0: and you know maybe they're clearing out room for to make room for their other Uncharted game, and they figure that they will kind of uh, cross promote each other. Like if you're looking at the the new Uncharted, and then an Uncharted comes out around October, which is when this is coming out or whatever, then you know you're gonna go, oh, I haven't played that. You've also got a lot of people who like switched to Sony PlayStation from Xbox, like this generation or whatever. Like a lot of people, a lot of new PlayStation people who probably haven't had the opportunity yeah. to play any of these before. And so I think that if they're excited for the uh, Uncharted, the
1: new Uncharted, they're gonna be excited for the collection. I guess that's my point. I guess that you know is that this is a pretty big announcement. Yeah, this is three games. This is as big as the Master Chief Collection. Well, not as big. Almost as big. You know, it doesn't include multiplayer. So, like, maybe half as big. As
0: far as, like, being a first-party exclusive, Yeah, one of the
1: most popular games of last gen. Yeah. um, If not the most popular three games of last gen. It's it's a huge announcement. And I'm surprised that they um, released it now. Maybe it... The whole thing was not supposed to be released now. Maybe yeah. the whole thing was like, okay, well, I guess that was supposed to be uh, an E3 thing, but now, this, now that everyone <laughs> knows about it, yeah, now we're just going to release the trailer, yeah. which is a smart thing to do. That is a smart thing. Um, don't
0: pretend like it didn't get out there, or like don't deny it, an outright lie, or something like that.
1: You know? Right. Don't I,
0: pull a, it cons not in this movie.
1: Well, and it also would have, <laughs> yes, it also would have sucked if, you know, in Sony's press conference, they say we have a big Uncharted 4 or Uncharted announcement. And they're like, yes, Uncharted. And then all yeah. of a sudden they show this and it's like, well, okay, that's not what <laughs> I, I mean, that's cool. But yeah. I wanted Uncharted 4. Yeah. I'm going to make another prediction, John. What's your prediction, Chris? We don't see any Uncharted 4 gameplay.
0: What? We've already seen Uncharted 4 gameplay. No. Well, we saw we the vertical s- slice,
1: didn't we? We have seen, no. No? Uh, I don't believe so. Uh,
0: the PlayStation Experience. Wait, yeah, he was like did. swinging around You're on the cliffs, right. man. We were Never watching mind. Nathan Drake take dudes out.
1: We could see gameplay. Then we also saw him
0: fall through the for fall through the ground or whatever. Will we see
1: gameplay? Um, I think we will. I think, okay. I think I agree with that. I think I, you have to. I rescind my previous statement.
0: Yeah, the prediction is no more. Yeah, um, but yeah, I think we definitely have to. Yep. Um, I, I found the ad uh, from uh, Major Nelson. It says, "See the greatest games lineup in Xbox history." I mean that's exciting. It's like you're shaking the shaking the ground with that one.
1: We talk. I mean, uh, I don't know if we talk. This is the thing. I I I have conversations with people. And I'm like, I don't know if it was on the podcast or not. Yeah. Um, Even but, you and I have conversations. It's like, well, I don't know. Yeah. we
0: recorded that. Maybe
1: I'll say if I'm if I'm repeating myself, then so be it. But Sony recently, um, the president. I think it was Sony president of America, um, Shuhei Yoshida, made the comment, or maybe it was someone else. I don't know. Uh, someone from Sony made the comment that yeah Sony has a kind of like we have a um, a first party game problem for this year. They didn't really put it in those terms, but they basically said we are concentrating on third party deals right. And yes, we did I think we did talk about exclusive this. content for things like Arkham Knight and Destiny. yeah, because we don't have a lot of you know first party games coming this fall. Right. This is actually a huge release, a big release, and you, you look at how well um, the last of us remastered did last mm-hmm. fall. I think this will probably do better numbers than that.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, again, like, you look at, like, The Last of Us, and that was uh, one of the best games of last gen. Like, it, critically, it was one of the best. And so you have a lot of people who picked up these new boxes that didn't have PlayStation 3s, maybe. And even the people who did play it before, they're like, hey, I want to see this on the on the new, you know, the new gen, see what, it, what a new gen can do, see what it compares. Um, but then, like, you look at this. This is... Not only one game that mm-hmm. was super critically acclaimed. Mm-hmm. This is three games. Mm-hmm. Um, Uncharted two like did the same kind of numbers as uh, like as far as critical acclaim as The Last of Us kind of did. Mm-hmm. So it's like you have these these three games in a package that a lot of people haven't experienced before. It's gonna. I feel like it's gonna sell a ton. Oh yeah, for like sure. Truckloads. I'm gonna get it day one. I'm gonna buy truckloads.
1: Yeah, Oh, truckloads. You are just gonna more than one copy. Yeah, they're just gonna be
0: backing up the truck. Like, beep, Boop, and they're going to tip it back. I like it. What if it's just like they tip it back and there's one
1: disc, like you know, it pops out. That'd be super weird. Be
0: so awesome.
1: So there was another game announcement this week, and it was Fallout Four, which is yeah. also curious yeah. that this is announced right now.
0: Well, that was weird too, because like they they put this whole like countdown timer, and Bethesda has a press conference that they have never had ever before uh, on Sunday before the uh, mm-hmm. the E3 starts, and so it's like they have it all lined up and prepped and ready, mm-hmm. and then. They released it a week early right. or like two weeks earlier or whatever it right. is. It's super strange.
1: Yeah, again, I think it might be one of those cases where, like, okay, we, wanted, we want to get get um, uh, get the get it out there. No, we haven't had a press conference before. We want people to watch it, so we're going to get them excited about watching it. That makes sense. And then we give them gameplay at the actual event.
0: That would make sense, um, dude.
1: And so, like, I could see that. I could also see them possibly having another – like a a separate huge announcement that they want to save for the um, event they didn't want fallout four to overshadow it. Who knows what it could be. That would be nuts. Like if I'd they, have a new,
0: if they have like a new IP or something, I could see them doing that. Like if they yeah. have a new IP that they want you to focus on, on their press conference, and you know the fallout announcement is like just icing on the cake yeah and so yeah putting that out now it gets people a buzz and it, it makes room for whatever other announcements that they have right yeah that makes sense i mean it, it would be interesting to see so is that a prediction chris is that is that a prediction that they have something new under their hats
1: yes i will make that a prediction okay um so the uh Fallout 4 trailer, I'll put it on com. Yeah. You can check that out. Um, it's super cool. Well, you know, like, it, this is a huge property and something people have been waiting for for years. Yeah. Fallout 3 is one of the most beloved games, and uh, yeah, this is this is going to be cool. I mean, it's huge news, too, because, I mean,
0: while there have been, like, maybe some storyline leaks or whatever, it, just, it, it was there's a lid kept on this thing pretty pretty well. Yeah. Um, yeah I mean it's yeah and and even like to the point where people were have been predicting that they'll announce this uh for like months, right, and they were like oh, this e three it's coming, it's happening it they're gonna announce it, they're gonna announce it, right but all of that was kind of speculation, like it was never like, yeah, we have a source within Bethesda, and they've confirmed that they're gonna you know it's never like yeah. a f- sure thing it's always just speculation, so I think that's that's fun too that this kind of comes out of nowhere to a certain extent, you know
1: right um so those were the major things that came out this week, I believe. Okay. Am I wrong?
0: No, no, you are correct. Those are
1: the things. Um, what I wanted to talk about now is: you know, Do you have any other predictions? I have. So I have a couple predictions.
0: Okay, so I have. Okay, I only have really one prediction, but it's, right. it's 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 gonna be one of yours. Later. Like, on. Like I know that it's one of yours because you made this one last year. Oh. And that is that uh, Red you, Dead Redemption
1: yes, you're gonna will
0: it. be announced. Yes.
1: That is a prediction.
0: That is that is a Chris Wright prediction from last year that I am forwarding to this year. That uh, that 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 yeah. I if, really hope it's announced. If Red Dead Redemption is announced. Where would it be announced? Like at what at what press conference would it be? Like, cause that's the other thing. Like, Rockstar typically doesn't have a huge, like, they don't, they're not, well, they
1: don't have stage kind I of. I think presence it will probably be in Sony's press conference. Mm. Um, the GTA Five Next Gen announcement was in Sony's press conference last year. Mm. Um, they have not. They don't have this like as as big of a relationship with Sony as like you know Destiny does in terms of like exclusive content. Yeah. But in terms of like um, all their commercials have PlayStation at the end, that kind of thing. I think that that um, would be the place where we would see a Red Dead Redemption announcement.
0: Well, and also you look at like you said, like Sony's looking to partner with third parties this year specifically, where yeah. maybe if a game like that is announced, whether it's coming out 2015 or maybe right. 2016, um, this would be the time it better for them not be an exclusive, that. man. Dude, if it's an exclusive, I will buy a box for it. Like, I I don't have a PlayStation. For sure. I I have my Xbox One and and whatever, but I would buy a PlayStation 4 for for that game. Even if it
1: was like a timed exclusive, I would still do it. I can't. Man, that would be wild, but I can't. I mean, I could see it happening. And I could see it not happening. But, like, in order to get Rockstar to make a game exclusive to your platform, you have to shell, shell up a lot of cash, man. Yeah.
0: And I don't think necessarily that Sony works that way. Right. Uh, a lot of times, like, a lot of times they'll just try to be have exclusive content and exclusive, like, timed exclusive uh, right. DLC or things like that. And then um, put it in all of the, literally all of the marketing yeah. that it's a PS4
1: game if And so
0: it's just people are still associated that way
1: if we're sitting in the theater, John, yeah, watching the press conference, mm-hmm. and Reddit redemption comes on the screen i will I will literally scream y- I will yell, so enjoy, so here we go, we should like bring
0: um some of those like party poppers with like the confetti and stuff, yes, where, where if it happens, we shoot those off yes like over us, and we celebrate, have like a mini celebration, yes, where we like. Jump up and down and we uh you know.
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah! you know, that <laughs> type of thing. I will I will let out one single scream <laughs> and then yes. I will I will watch the screen intently yeah. for the trailer.
0: Oh see I was thinking like at the end of it we would like at the end of whatever it is, because I feel like I will have a sharp intake of breath and then not be able to speak for however long <laughs> the trailer is. Um and then at the end I will celebrate. Yes. Yeah. Um, what other predictions do you have right now, Chris?
1: Um, so mine, it's, it's kind of a lame prediction, but I think that again, Xbox will end their press conference with Call of Duty Black Ops. Is it three? Three. Yeah. Three. Mm -hmm. Yes. And we will see zombies.
0: You think? Okay. So they're going to end with that. A lot of times they open with the Call of
1: Duty stuff. They've done both. Yeah. Um, I think they will end with it and I think we will see zombies.
0: So... I will probably back you up on the, uh, the zombie side. I, I really think that that would be a cool reveal. Um, I will go ahead and say that I think that Sony has a game that will be released this year that we haven't heard of. Like where they, they will release like a, an exclusive game, whether yeah. it's you know maybe it's not a uh, as as big news as the um, Uncharted news or whatever. Yeah. Like it's not not a huge like pillar game for their system, mm-hmm. but they will have a game that they um, haven't announced yet that we don't know that it exists mm-hmm. and they will release it this year.
1: That's a good call. I like that.
0: I mean, I just think that they have to at this point, you know. Yeah. They have to have at least one game.
1: Do you think? So it's me asking a question. Yeah. Trying to pry a prediction from you. Okay. Do you think we will see anything about Zelda Mm. from Nintendo?
0: I. They've said that it's not going to be there. Like they've said, it's not going to be at E3. Um,
1: Well, a a playable demo will not. But will we see anything in their Nintendo direct? Direct?
0: I don't know man because it got delayed and like now the rumor is that it's going to be like the other the last Zelda game was where it bridges the gap between this system and oh, the NX. Um the prediction is that it we won't hear Why from are we it getting one Zelda time.
1: game a generation now?
0: Well, Zelda doesn't sell a bunch like it's not a huge Skyward seller. Skyward Sword did amazing and it was a great game. Yeah, but even like you look at some of the sales from, like, Wii sales or whatever, like, the, the percentage of Wiis that were out in the market yeah. and the percentage that they sold, and it's very, very
1: low. Oh, like but that's the, because by that time, the Wii was, like, collecting dust in multiple right. shells. The right. no one, You know, like...
0: Right, which is why, like, I think it would almost be a mistake to bridge that gap with this game. And it yeah. would also, like, I feel like the people who have purchased their Wii U's, they really need Nintendo to be, like, to be there for them. Yeah. Like, they need to be given a reason you know to not not be upset because i mean if you look at the lifespan of of the wii u it's like it's just now hitting its stride like i think we had a discussion i uh bef- like whenever smash brothers came out or whatever uh that i was like man it is now getting to the point where if they did a price drop on mm-hmm. a wii u of like even 50 bucks or whatever or mm-hmm. even like just a little bit it would be hard to turn down buying a wii u with all the games it has so it's like just now to the point where it's like hey it's a it's a viable option for for me um to to purchase one so yes. like yeah anyway
1: what are your top three and i'll give mine too top three most anticipated announcements or games mm. for e three okay so red dead if it happens yep that's number one mm-hmm. um Number two
0: is I want to see way more, way, way more of The Division, Mm -hmm. like gameplay. Mm -hmm. I want to figure out what that game actually is, Mm -hmm. because it's like what I've seen I love, but, well, I really don't know what it is yet. Exactly. Um, Number three is I want to see a more fleshed out... Version of uh, Rainbow Six Siege, Mm. because Rainbow Six Siege—it seems like it might fall into that Titanfall uh, evolve category where it's—it's really really focused on multiplayer, and I want to see if maybe. they might backtrack a little bit and bring in maybe a single-player aspect or something yeah. to do, you know, that, because it's like you look at the success of both of those games and both of the install bases kind of dropped off drastically um, mm-hmm. over time. And I don't know. I mean, I, I want to say the other game studios really need to take a look at that and see what multiplayer-focused games they have and how they can maybe integrate a single-player into that. So yeah. that's the other one that I would, I would, I'm anticipating seeing.
1: I'm going to agree with your first two. Okay. You know, uh, Reddit Redemption... Sequel is everything I want. Yeah. It's everything I've wanted ever, ever since I finished the first one. Man. Um, that could f- fulfill my every gaming need. Uh, the second one is um, definitely The Division. I cannot wait for that game. Yeah. And it's the the thing that makes me kind of... Um, I'm not sure how much we'll see of it now that it's been pushed into 2016. Mm-hmm. Like, it's been pushed into t- spring of 2016 right. again. Right. So it's been pushed back for, like, the third or fourth time or something like that, which is fine. I want them to get it right. And whenever mm. it comes out, I want it to be everything I want – you know, I anticipate it to be. Um, I want – like, we saw a pretty – a really cool demo – a couple, actually, really cool demos last year. Yeah. Um, and I uh, I think in two separate conferences. in Ubisoft – and I can't remember. It was either Sony or uh, Microsoft. We saw, like, the other one. Yeah. Um, or maybe it was just, like, more gameplay that they released or trailers or something. Um. And so I really want to uh, to see a lot of it, but I don't know. Like I don't know. I don't know how big of a presence it will have. It's interesting,
0: like because they pushed it back so much, and and it is an online game. Like it's a uh, it has this huge online component. And what like what other games from them have we released recently? Like with that has huge online components. Well, that worked pretty well at launch,
1: right? It worked pretty well. It just wasn't you know the driving mechanics weren't as great as everyone thought they would be, right? So
0: it wasn't like an online connectivity issue. It was no. more like just a core game. Uh, it I think wasn't they as fun. they
1: published um, Far Cry Four, which had a, had some had some bumps the f- like first couple of days, yeah. But other than that, it was fine and I mean, stable.
0: I mean, I just I just look at like all of the online games and and kind of the way. Uh, Holy online universes like this work. The ones that work really well are like Destiny, and that's about it.
1: I you mean, know? We've said before like okay, game developers have to get it together and they have to start launching games that work day 1. And like there's obviously Grace, you know, Call of Duty every single year that's right. Like it, there, there are there are weird things that happen day there are one. You know, like dropped game, dropped matches. You know that kind of stuff. Like, and that's understandable. Um, it's the like you know just crippling bugs that completely make the, a game unplayable. That's that are unacceptable. Yeah, or just sitting in a lobby for fifteen minutes waiting for a match to even exactly. happen. exactly. And so you know like that kind of stuff. Um, you know, and it doesn't have to happen because you know you look at games like Destiny that were huge. It was a huge launch and and had no problems. Yeah, and so you know. Um, I think you know that might be part of it. Just making sure everything's working. I think it, they just want to put out like Ubisoft is not afraid of delaying games, and they just want to put out the best game that they can. Yeah. And I I uh, I respect that about them. Yeah. Um, and it, it makes me anticipate you know the division even more. I'm just I'm skeptical how much we'll see because mm. they made a big hoopla about it last year at E3, and then they had to push it back to this year. Now that now pushed it back to 2016. Um, I don't know. Yeah. My uh, my third most anticipated is Halo 5 Guardians.
0: Oh. We
1: played the nice. we played the was it a beta? Yeah, it was the beta. Uh, so we played the, the beta The multiplayer beta. Yeah, the multiplayer beta. I think it was
0: like a it was uh it was a specific subset of multiplayer beta. Like it was a it was the small map arena kind of yeah. style death match thing or whatever. Yes.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um and uh, with the new Spartan abilities and um man it felt really good. And so snappy, dude! I love Halo. I love the story. I always love the campaigns, and I'm really looking forward to that multiplayer. Like I was, uh, I was kind of sad whenever it went away, and uh, I wanted to play it more. Yeah. So I'm super stoked to see whatever that game is going to be. I like we'll get a full gameplay trailer. We'll probably see demos, that kind of stuff. Like this is, I mean, it's it's Xbox's biggest fall release. You know, we have Tomb Raider and we have um, Forza, but we're gonna have. Halo. A yeah. a a new Halo game. The first one in what? 3 or is it been 3 or 4 years? Oh
0: man, it's been a long long time. Yeah.
1: So man, like I cannot wait to see whatever that's going to be.
0: Yeah, I'm super excited about that too. I I kind of like forgotten about that one amongst yeah, all it's, of the it's other easy all, to. all of the other madness, you know. So <laughs> yeah. um yeah, I also think like okay, so here's a prediction. Okay. I'll lay this out there. Uh and there is there is like a uh there's an explanation for it. If like I think there might be a Wii U price drop, and if there is, that kind of signals their last big push. And so, like next year, we're going to be hearing about the NX. The year after that, it would potentially be out. So the last thing I want them to do is ne- necessarily rush a new console to market. But I almost think they're gonna like they're gonna have to do something to 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 push the Wii U's um, this year. If they so. drop the
1: price, will you buy one? Yes. I would too. Yeah, for sure. There's a, like there's enough games right now that I want to play. Yeah, um, that I would uh, buy a Wii U. A price price-dropped Wii U for. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I mean, and and it's just that, that only makes sense for them to drop a price uh, near the end. However the other the other side of this is nintendo doesn't like to drop prices on things Um, they don't drop prices on games um after your time like so if you buy a game that's like two or three years old still same price yeah um and then a lot of times they don't drop price on consoles but i think that if they do drop the price that'd be a smart decision yeah and it would kind of signal that in two years we may be playing another uh another new nintendo um console
1: i have another prediction
0: What's your we prediction?
1: We hear nothing at all about the Vita again from stage at E three from Sony.
0: Not even like cross play, cross save. We'll see
1: that, but nothing like uh not nothing specific to the Vita that's coming exclusively to Vita.
0: Okay. I, I don't disagree with you, and that's another device that, again, if they drop the price on it, maybe I would buy one, too. Like, yeah. that's that's one that I would probably pick up I if could they see were like, that as well. let's drop the price and, and push, you know, the rest of this stuff out of here before yeah. we get a, a new one out or before we just don't support it again. So, right. Yeah.
1: Well, cool. Well, um, we will uh, definitely be keeping you up to date on the E3 festivities, the week of E3, I okay. think we're, we're going to post early that week. Um, the, the, uh, the press conferences, major ones are on Monday. Um, so we will, uh, we'll talk about, we will talk about Bethesda, EA, Ubisoft, Sony, and Microsoft. And we will post a podcast end of day Monday. Yep. Um, Nintendo's comes later so we'll probably wait till the next week and so we can recap all of E3 and Nintendo's conference um but stay tuned to our Twitters we'll like have reactions throughout the day for For all the press conferences um uh at chris right 250 and at john Wright 777 and at Stand target pod maybe we should just both tweet from at sand target pod I think pod. That,
0: that might be a better thing like just tweet from at sand target pod and and uh and maybe you know just so you know whose whose reaction it is just sign our names at the right. end so yeah, j so- or
1: c <laughs> like, stay tuned. Just at Stand Target Pod for our reactions for for all the press conferences. We'll be watching them throughout the day, yeah, and keeping up with everything. Um, and definitely check out our podcast um, Monday night. Yep, uh, we sh- like it'll probably be late, so you might not get to to it till Tuesday morning, yep. but. Um, We will post it as soon as we get done.
0: That is Monday the 15th. Yes. Um, And we will have a podcast next week for sure. Uh, It is actually the Jurassic World World Review. Yep. Um, And that will be going up uh, on Friday morning. And so check that out and uh, see if you should – before the E3 thing, Mm -hmm. go see Jurassic World that
1: weekend. That's right.
0: Um, And we'll probably, uh, we've got a stay on topic uh, that we'll probably cover uh, the beginning of that episode as well. We've got a submitted thing. And if you guys want to submit a topic for us to talk about on the podcast, tweet at... At Stay On Target Pod and hashtag Stay On Topic, um, and we actually give away posters. Uh, yes. We've got a bunch of like exclusive movie posters. We've got some uh, Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah. We've got I think we've got uh, we may have another Avengers one. I'm not sure. We we yeah. have uh, some um, Superman uh, Batman. Uh, yeah. posters so uh definitely tweet at us there to potentially win one of those if yeah. we pick your topic
1: oh and also john uh submitted a question to ign's That's podcast right. unlocked this yeah. week and it was picked and he was mentioned on air and staying on target was mentioned on there and uh so thanks for uh for that yeah um, thanks too. to the unlocked crew yes and
0: uh if you're uh if you're joining us from unlocked welcome and uh tweet at us say hey
1: yeah, for sure. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at chriswright 250 And John Wright, 777. And at Stay on Target Pod, we will have all of the links we talked about up on the um, site. Um, and uh, you can grab the podcast every week from iTunes subscribe on iTunes or on Stitcher yeah if you are on Android or iOS I guess yeah you just prefer getting your podcast from there
0: yeah and you can also download it directly from the website if you wanted to put it
1: on a CD and listen to it
0: via a compact disc
1: player I want to put it on cassette
0: dude I want like a cassette of like every episode and I want to put it like on a display dude that'd be amazing (laughs) it's just it's all labeled that's a great idea (laughs) so cool
1: alright that's gonna happen
0: and and to impress everyone you can pull out a cassette and play it on the cassette and
1: yeah yeah that impresses they're real everyone. like you can't just write on them hang them on the wall they actually have to have the music on them
0: and, and I just feel like that would take far too long to like actually transfer all that though it would you'd have to transfer in real time yep yeah, and then flip the cassette whenever it would run out on a side because some of our podcasts are, you know, yeah, I, like we, this one, man, 76 minutes long.
1: We apologize. Our podcasts, we try to keep them about an hour, and they've been going, like, longer than an hour recently. I don't know if we're just, like, more long-winded, if there's just more to talk about. I don't know what's going on, John. <laughs> it's
0: probably all the all of the above.
1: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're, we try to keep them around an hour. Um, so, Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, we have man. failed
1: like for the past like two months
0: yeah since since episode 100 which is uh which if you're new to the podcast go back and uh on our youtube channel yeah. uh watch episode 100 it was a, a awesome time we had a bunch of guests but ever since that episode was really really long i think we've gone really long almost every episode yeah so. we gotta we gotta, gotta rein it in back chris up. yeah reign
1: it in all right well that's it for this week we'll see you next time on stay, stay on target, target.